When it comes to the creatures that go bump in the night, no other monster has been built more on imagination and lore than the vampire. When we think of zombies, only one comes to mind. When we think of werewolves, same thing. But depending on who you are, if you were to think of a vampire, that answer may vary. Most will think of Dracula, but I bet you will also find a few Twilight fans thinking of Edward, a few comic book fans thinking of the vampires wreaking havoc on the sleepy Alaskan town of Barrow, and enlightened, cultured individuals will probably think of either Louis and Lestat of Interview with the Vampire or the sex god Laszlo and his flatmates from what we do in the shadows. There are many more iterations of the vampire than there are of most monsters combined, as the vampire was built on the foundation of the Revenant, a reanimated corpse that is found in legends and stories from all over the world, varying by culture and region. You can call them the ancestor of our modern vampire, who was Frankensteined together by the many different stories and tales passed down from generation to generation, culture to culture. So sit back and learn about the ghouls and sturges that helped give birth to our modern day vampire on today's episode. talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> and then I'm talking <laughs> no wait wait I have something for him boom shut down now you just fucking me aren't you <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids the weird history and eerie tales podcast concentrate on the news it's what we do wow <laughs> FYI there's nothing wrong all right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History Retails Podcast. I am your host, Moses Sorry, and with me to my left is my brother Josh. Another episode of <laughs> Vampires. We're Are never you gonna fucking kidding me. We're never gonna run this out. This is a surprise. This great a, surprise. That's great, a great surprise. That's a surprise. Okay. Well, that's not the great surprise. The great surprise is to my right is my cousin Fernando. How's it going? Oh, Bird. you guys have heard him in our previous one. Two roundtable. roundtable episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, Archie couldn't join us today because he's busy. You know, with school, doing his whatever he does at school. Uh, I don't. Know, we still don't know what he does, but you know, he's doing that. And you know, instead of just leaving you guys alone with me and my brother, we decided fuck it, let's bring Fernando in since um, you guys are gonna hear more of Fernando. But that's not neither here nor there. We'll talk about that when when that br- we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So today, as you guys might have learned from the intro to this episode, we're going to be talking about vampires, but specifically the ancestor of the vampire. Nice. So for the, and we've had many episodes regarding vampires, and in some of these episodes, we've talked about revenants. We've talked about, we've mentioned them here and there, but we've never gotten really into any real detail of when it, of when, of when it comes to actually talking about revenants. So for the, blah, 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 blah. so for those of you that do not know. The vampire myth, the va- modern day vampire is this like unholy macabre stew of like a thousand ingredients, which we're, which are revenants. So today I'm going to highlight a few revenants and their names and the feature that was borrowed to ultimately give birth to our, you know, modern day vampire. And that's what Bram Stoker did. Bram Stoker, when he created the vampire, he's like, you know what? Let me grab this from Barney. The vampire. Let me grab this from Carmilla. He stole. He stole Van Helsing from 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 Carmilla, from the from the previous vampire story, Carmilla. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because they had the same thing, whatever. And he bought. I don't want to say. He says he was he was influenced. So like, I will we'll take it. In Carmilla, they had an older gentleman who was a vampire hunter who was who was known to to kill vampires. He knew what to do. He was an expert vampire. Hunter. Before that, there was none before, and then you know, Bram Stoker or his ghostwriter, whoever you want to believe, they're like, you know what? Let's just borrow him and make him a plausible character. Because there are some people who say that Bram Stoker didn't write Dracula. They're like Bram Stoker's writing is like super mid. It's like five out of ten, super boring, p- 
impassable. And then right before he croaks, he writes this grand masterpiece, Dracula. And then he never, and then he keeps writing, and nothing's even close to Dracula. Style writing's different. Everything is different. Everything, everything. It's just things doesn't add up, huh? Things don't add up. So, but whatever. We're not gonna. That's for another episode. Yeah. So that's what Bram Stoker did. He borrowed. He's like, all right, I need a background character. What, what, what can I do? Oh, cool. He's he was an old tyrant. Let me borrow Vlad the Impaler. So Dracula was Vlad the Impaler before, and you know, so he just borrowed, and that's what everyone did when it came to vampires. They for generation, the older generation, the newer generation borrowed from the old generation, and you could trace the <laughs> vampire tree down to a few revenants, and like we said, revenants are these just basically undead. They're not zombies, but they are undead things. I don't know what the difference is, but there's a difference. Like you, you guys figure that one out. You know, but one of the first revenants I want to talk about, it's called the knocker. Exactly, the knocker. So while we know how our modern vampire kill their victims, you know, by sucking them dry of their blood, there are quite a few other ways for them to kill. Most notably is by knocking on the victim's door. So for as long as man has been afraid of the dark, ghosts and poltergeists have always ruled during the absence of light, which is why the testimonies and stories of people encountering a revenant knocking on their door is rare. Because nine times out of 10, when someone thought the knocking came from a ghost, it actually came from a revenant. They're like, oh, just a ghost. We just didn't bother with it. And they just kept going on doing their thing. So here's a story dating back to the 1300s about this revenant that would go and knock on people's doors. The weather was beautiful on Christmas and people spent the day outside. The second day, Thorjol and his men went to bed early. They were already asleep when Jostine and his companions noisily entered the hut. They went to bed and Jostine had barely touched his bed when someone knocked on the door. One of the men leaped up and went outside and he was taken by madness and died the next morning. The same thing happened the next night. A man went mad, declaring he had seen and been attacked by the man who had died the night before. So Scandinavians, they have similar stories, but there's no really end of death, as they just start throwing hands the second they see what has come knocking at the door. There are countless stories where like, yeah, but it's the middle of the night, I open the door and this thing's in front of me, and I start swinging, and I start kidding, and I start hitting it with everything I fucking possibly can. Scandinavians do not give a fuck. Everybody else, they just screamed and died. Scandinavians, no, they just threw, they opened the door, oh <laughs> shit, and threw hands. And this is where we get the origins to the famous and hilarious vampire trait that Dr. Van Helsing recalls in Dracula, where the vampire can enter a home only if he has been invited. Ah, okay, okay, so, so that's one of the pieces yeah, that he, he borrowed. Yeah. yeah. So he would, this revenant, whatever, and usually revenants are just dead bodies. They're not, they just go out to kill, they don't eat. I guess that's the difference between a dead revenant and a zombie. Zombie goes out and eats you, yeah. right? And revenants, they just go out and, depending on the culture, they either only attack the nine closest people to them, or the people that harmed them, or the people that killed them, or the people that are in their house. Uh, it, it, it all depends, you know, but zombies, they, they just attack whoever. So they'll broke a lockout, so then Europe has a habit of pounding on the doors of houses. Who? The the, the brand this revenant is called the Brokulaka. Brokul the Brokulaka. Make that shit up. I wish I did. Brokul. But this spell that. B R O C A L A C A. Brokulaka. 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 I can't. Okay. So this fucking thing. All right. Cool. Cool. Waka flocka. There you go. Waka flocka. There it is. This well, motherfucker is hard to pick. This motherfucker why? Why, why? Explain, would explain. go to people's houses and he wouldn't knock. He'd pound on the doors like if he was the fucking police. He was 12. Calling people by their names. Whoever was inside the house, he knew the people, he knew the people's names. So if he would start knocking like, bah, 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 he'd be like, Josh, bah, bah, Fernando. And whoever responds, that's all he said, that's though? A, just or the names. That's all it said? That's all it said. Just, first name. Just the first name. Howling on the door just first name. The door, yeah. Oh, shit. And whoever responds will die right then and there. 
just instant death? Just death. And like a banshee just, call? Just Yeah, because I guess he would call you and your spirit will leave, I guess. I don't know. From, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hey, what you know, and it's and, and it's like characters like this, like characteristics like this from Revenants from old stories that you start to begin to see the foreshadowing of like the makings of like the vampire. We have the knocker, obviously Dracula, he doesn't go calling people by names and starts killing them or whatever. But uh, and then like one of the things I was like I was thinking was like why the fuck would Bram Stoker choose this ability for for his vampire? Like, he can only walk in to you know if he knocks on the door. I was like, that's the mall's like backwards ass power. You you would you basically handicap the fuck out of your character, right? Out of the creature you're creating. He can only attack you if you let him into your house. You have to willingly let him in. But I'm like that's. That, but that's man, that makes sense because you don't want if if he didn't have that he'd just be fucking everybody up Everyone, and the, yeah. yeah op yeah he'd just Hot be fix, op and yeah. uh, this was a new patch notes they <laughs> they nerfed him hard they nerfed him hard and they actually did look look above your shoulder Josh over your shoulder next to your Cthulhu next to the Cthulhu gauntlet there's a uh-huh. book called Dracula's Guest you want me to grab it yeah grab it I think you could reach it. Yeah, do you see it? Yeah, that one. I see the D. Right? Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah, so. Dracula's guest. Okay. So if you read Dracula, the book starts. Chapter one starts, I guess if it was a chapter like four or five. It starts like mid-story. It's like mid-conversation. Yeah, in a mid-conversation. And people say that that story, Dracula's guest, is the first chapter, is the first half of the Dracula book. And if you read that story, Dracula, the whole Dracula story does not make any fucking sense. So maybe the author, the, the author, the editor is like, you know what? We can, we could do without these three hundred pages of fucking bullshit. So another revenue I want to talk about is called the famished, which is what I was earlier. So not so long ago, we had ourselves a gothic packed episode. Where I go on a huge rant talking about a meeting that changed horror in literature forever. Do you guys remember that episode? <clears throat> you yeah. guys want you guys go back to listen to that episode. It's called it's episode 121, and it was the Did You Know episode. And in that meeting, I go on and on and on for like 45 minutes. I talk about Polydori's The Vampire Story and like this meeting. And but specifically, the Polydori's The Vampire Story, we learn that the vampire is sucking the life of a woman to keep himself alive and this is the first time we hear about a revenant sucking the life out of a woman or sucking the life out of someone else to keep himself alive this was completely new during the time but it wasn't the first time we learned of a monster eating its prey to stay alive in the year ad 217 philostatus talks about his experience with the empusa a ghoul that fakes to fall in love with its prey, where it fans them up only to eat them. Almost identical to the story of Carmilla, Philostatus learns that the Impusa wanted to eat its prey's blood for it was pure and strong. So this is where we start seeing like, oh, if it was the Impusa and then it's gonna turn into a revenant, but, and then Polidori borrowed that little characteristic, like, oh, I need to stay alive, so I need to use my victims well, at first it was it's just life. They, they they didn't know what, he just he just <clears throat> called it life and that was it. He yeah. didn't specify if it was blood, life or if it would suck the soul, or you know, or this or this or the other. So after retelling after retelling, we go from the Empusa being a demon to eventually a ghoul that inspires the story of Carmilla that influenced Bram Stoker, who then in turn popularized the modern day vampire. But there are more examples of these ghouls eating the living to keep themselves alive. In 1092, in the Ukrainian village of Bolotsk, I think that's how you pronounce it, it's Bolo, T-S-K, Bolotsk, they have a story that dates back to the creation of the village. In the year 1666, something quite strange took place in Bolotsky. A loud noise was suddenly heard in the street, with devils galloping about. If someone tried to leave their home, the devils would afflict them with a sword invisibly. No person left their home. Eventually, these devils began appearing during the day. But there was no way to see them, but only the shoes of their steeds. These devils were invisible. 
and the only thing you could see was the hooves of the horses that were riding you. Matt, <laughs> they start spawning in daylight. Well, first and I can't see them. Well, first start attacking my dick. I can't do anything. Yeah. So, thus they distress. Open my door. I'm gonna start swinging automatically, <laughs> dude. So they distress Polotsk in the surrounding region, and for that reason, people say the inhabitants of Polotsky were devoured by the dead. So, the Russian story of these revenants riding on horses to devour this entire village is interesting, as it's referred to as an actual event. This is not a story. This is like something that legit took place in the town of Plotsky. It's like based on a true story. It's not based on a true. It's a true story. It's like that's the true story. It's not based on anything. Like that's what happened. My grandfather told me. I mean, his true story. He was there. True story. He was there. You know. True story. He was there. So here Crazy. may lie the origin of the vampire's ability to somewhat become invisible. They borrowed it from this revenant. Oh, they could come invisible during the day, during at night or during the day, whatever, depending on how you want to play with your vampire. Yeah. So another revenant that is huge when it comes to vampire lore comes from Scandinavia. And it comes from the saga of Eagle and Osmund, the Berserker Slayer. I've seen, I looked on YouTube, so many people pronounce that name differently. E-G-I-L. I heard Eagle, I heard Ejil, Ejil, Ego, but I'm the most of, I've, most most, <laughs> most people pronounce it like eagle, like the bird. Eagle, yeah. So I'm going with eagle, right? I'm not Scandinavian. <laughs> so in the story that has been retold since the 13th century, our main character, Asvit, has come down with an ailment that has him buried alive. This guy is so sick that, like, dude, you're going to die anyways, but you're going to bury you alive with your dog, with your horse. Alive? With food, as well as with your brother. Oh, he's built... He's Buried beneath, like this. Imagine if someone built a little hobbit home, put underneath the ground for you to die in. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I mean, okay. yeah, I'll take that. And then just be all right. Fucking six feet under here, some dirt, die already. That's <laughs> no. fucked up. Man. I'm still alive, asshole. Okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so like, yeah. all right, you're gonna die. So you're gonna die comfortably down there. You know, we're gonna keep your dog there, your horse. I don't know what the fuck. Why you want your horse there? They put food there, and his brother was gonna die. He's in there with him. His brother's gonna die in there with him. Oh, like, he was shit. buried with him. So while they're there, everyone being buried as fuck, during the middle of the night, they're visited by grave robbers. And the brother, Osmond, runs out because, like, you know, he's buried inside of the fucking grave. And these grave robbers are like, fuck it, they've been there for a while. Let's dig this grave up. And as soon as they dig the hole, the, the hole big enough, the brother, who was buried, Who's buried down there? Osmond. He fucking evil deads the fuck out of the fucking dirt. Rod, motherfucker. Puts his hand out and he pulls and he pulls himself out, asking them for help. Shit. They're like, "What the fuck happened?" And he goes on to tell them this: "I was forced to suffer a terrible ordeal because regaining life, as of it, tore at me with his nails, fought with all his strength, and returned from the kingdom of the dead." With his terrible teeth, he devoured the horse and swallowed the dog. What horror. But his steed and dog did not suffice. And he turned toward me with his sharp nails. Slicing open my cheek and tearing off one of my ears. But this horror was not long. With a sure stroke, I sent his head flying and pierced his wicked body with a snake. So the wildest part of this whole story is the story is confirmed to actually have happened thanks to archaeological finds. They found the graveyard where they said it was. They found the head with the body, the decapitation. It happened. They found the use of the stake on the revenant, like on the body. They found everything that happened. Everything the dude, everything the brother, Oswald said about his brother, they have it laid out there for everybody to fucking see. Whether that was the actual thing or not, we don't know. But so far, he's not lying, and it makes it makes um and this whole thing makes it a lot more believable because the use of the stake on the revenant is backed up by an old Scandinavian law that was passed during the whole vampire. This happened in the whole vampire like mania in Europe, like in on that side of the world and the law basically translates to bury beneath the stake so 
there's this old common practice in Greenland and in that side of the world that when a person died, they would be buried on the farms in which they died. If, my, if someone if someone died here in the house, we'd bury them here with a huge hole piercing the left side of the chest. A, sorry, a huge pole piercing the left side of the chest as to keep them still until the priest came. When the priest, so the priest like, hey, I'll be there in a few days because you know everybody lived fucking far as fuck. Yeah. Hey, we need a priest. Something, something blah, 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 died. All right, I'll be there in a few days. Keep them still. All right, because they were known back then revenants to come back from the dead. So how do you keep them from coming back from the dead? You fucking stake them to the ground. So they'll just anchor pierce. The, the they'll just anchor them straight to the fucking floor until the priest came. Then when the priest got there, they will pull the pole out and they will pour holy water over the corpse. So that famous trick used the world over of using a wooden stake to kill the vampire stems from this old Catholic tradition of using a pole or a stake to keep the body pinned to the ground until the priest came and Just blessed them and not to actually kill them. But eventually, in, as the story gets told, things get lost and eventually it's wooden stake to the heart. To the heart. So during the Middle Ages, there was this belief that the dead would eat and devour. Everybody believed it. It wasn't like, oh, I don't. Everybody, oh, someone died. They're going to wake up. They'll eat and they'll fuck up everything. So a punishment to murderers, which is fucking genius. I was like, oh, that's fucking amazing. So a punishment to murderers was to tie them limb to limb to their victim. <laughs> Because the victim was going to get up and eat someone. Well, if they're going to get up and eat someone, might as well eat the person that fucking killed you. Ah, vengeance. <laughs> vengeance. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. So the Greeks and the Turks believed that, again, the brokolakas ate only during the night. So if they needed proof of a recently deceased person was up, terrorizing during the night, they would just have to dig out the body and see if their bodies were rosy and if cut would flow fresh blood. Now that sounds real familiar to how we get rid of vampires today. Modern myth, you're gonna go during the day, the vampire's sleeping, and if you open or you find out, you wanna find out who who's a vampire, you visit the body during the day, open the casket to him or whatever, and if the roses are cheek, or their cheeks are rosy, and if you cut them somewhere or if they have blood coming out from the fangs, bam, that's your culprit. So now we have one that I, it's called, this one's called Nightmare. This one's called The Nightmare. Just straightforward. The Nightmare. Uh, it's called Nightmare. Nice. So Calibur? Nightmare? <laughs> no? Anyone? Anyone? I love that, man. That was my favorite character. Yes. Fernando was actually the person that got me into So Calibur because he was the first one with the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. oh, you were the only one. You were the only one. I was the first one with the Dreamcast. <laughs> Yeah, because Soul Calibur was the staple Dreamcast game, right? Yeah, Soul Calibur 2. Was that the first one? Yeah, on Dreamcast, that's what, uh, the one they had, Soul Calibur 2. So who, what, what, what the, I thought Soul Calibur came out with, with Dreamcast. Then what the fuck did Soul Calibur, did Soul Calibur come out on Sega or something? Maybe Nintendo? Maybe so. I don't know, but when Soul Calibur, which one do you have, 4? Soul Calibur 4, which one did I have for Soul Calibur 4, right? Uh, dude. It was for the GameCube. That one was the, the one where you could, where the one where it depended on the system you got. If you got the GameCube one, oh, that's right. You unlocked the Link. Sorry, yeah. We had Link for yeah. GameCube. Xbox had. What the fuck did they have? PlayStation had the other one. I don't know who the fuck they were. What was that pirate called? You used to fucking use them a lot. Fuck's his name? I forgot. I was gonna say Barbosa, but. Because I've been watching Pirates of the Caribbean. And that Japanese fucking yeah, yo, dude, that who was like jerking himself off to fucking heal. <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. Fuck. Oh. Anyhow, all right. So, so nightmare, nightmare. So nightmare. Back during ancient times, when this nightmare was a thing, it would be able to haunt many different realities, in many different ways. What? If you remember during a few of our witches episodes. Where we talked about witches being able to be at two places at once. Well, the second witch, this ghostly form was considered to be a nightmare. 
So uh, witches usually had powers, according to the Catholics, you know, whoever, whoever, witch hunters, witches could be in two places at once. How was that witch able to be two places at once? Was it was able to summon this ghost or this demon to replicate, to basically do her bidding, right? It looked like her and she was able to do her bidding. Oh, okay. Well, the second form wasn't her. It was this other thing. Nightmare. And this other thing was considered a nightmare. That's what they called it, a nightmare. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. we've all seen famous paintings. We've all seen pa- famous things. And it's still around to this day. And this nightmare would be a demon or whatever. And it would sit on his victim's chest. Sometimes the nightmare would take the, whole, would take the form of a heavy spirit. I don't know what the fuck that means. The form of a heavy spirit. Did the motherfucker just get fat? Hey, it's, it's, it's fat as fuck. Does it mean it turned into a fat ghost? I don't know. But it will turn into this heavy, into the heavy spirit. Oh, the ghost from Casper. The uncle, the fucking, uh, <laughs> fuck's his name? Well, anywho, if you've seen the movie Casper, that's the heavy ghost. All and, right. And this ghost will sit on people's chests. Yeah. And they will suffocate them. To this day, that's what people call sleep paralysis. People, when they, when they have sleep paralysis, they say, oh, I saw something. Something was sitting on my Night chest. Night terror. Night, it was, I was having a nightmare. Yeah. Right? So the nightmare sounds really close to another revenant, right? Where the where this other revenant would attack anyone passing through certain places. This revenant would be chilling either at a cemetery, at a crossroads, abandoned churches, somewhere spooky and gothic as fuck. <laughs> and when someone, whenever someone was fucking passing by, this Funny. fucking revenant would just jump on them and sit on their chest until they died. Kind of sounds like an old yokai that we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there an old yokai that we talked? No, this that that would just fucking camp yep. and just wait until people. No, that's <laughs> what I thought. But then the yokai was he would eat you and swallow you and then turn you into one of him. You know, he, he would just wait for you on top of a tree and then when you would pass by, he'll just eat you, swallow uh... you, and then spit you out and then you'd become another one of him. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that, except this motherfucker would just sit on your chest. <laughs> just fucking uh, take you out now. Yeah, so imagine you, you know, you Timmy, your mom sends you across, you know, go go get some goat milk, whatever. See, that's where you know it's a horrible fucking life <laughs> for you. You start off with the name Timmy. I mean, what other old school names? There's Tim. Like, I I can't think of any other name. No, no, no. You're you're Tim right. right. It's, it's like Timmy. You're, Timmy's fuck. Timmy dies. Right. What's name me a Timmy that lives? <laughs> what in a horror fucking universe? I'm blanking Never. out. What Never. is Butler Batman's or Bruce Wayne's Butler's name? Alfred. All right, if you name your son Alfred, you know what the fuck is gonna be <laughs> when he grows up. He's gonna become like a fucking Butler. Kind of with Timmy. Timmy's gonna get killed by something, some horrible, so something paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this, uh, so there's these two. There's nightmare and there's the Revenant that would just jump. You know, that will fuck with you. Except the nightmare would do it during your sleep. Oh. Right. You'd be asleep, and that's when the nightmare would attack you. The other revenant, he would, you'd be awake and he'd just pounce on you and sit on your chest. But they would both strangle their victims and press and press their weight on them, and were known on occasion, depending on the culture and the region, to suck the blood of its victims. So it was around the 16th century where the vampires started taking characteristics. Specifically from the nightmare, where the vampire would smother its victims. You think like it was a two-way street? How it could physically just sit on you, right? So it has weight. Are you able to like touch it, or is it just a one-way street? What do you mean, just like where it's like well, ghosts sure. could just lay on you? Well, the nightmare. The nightmare. The nightmare, if, if it happened in your sleep, you know, you'd be, you'd, uh, yeah, you'd be true, conscious. But the revenant, the, the revenant. revenant, I'm pretty sure you'd, I'd, I'd be, I'll be trying to flick, ball. I'll be trying to <laughs> flick its nuts, pitches, nuts. I'd do whatever the fuck I could, bro. I'm fighting dirty. I'm roll over. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm, I'm doing whatever the fuck I need. I'll tickle feet. I'll suck toes, bro. Whatever <laughs> I need to do to get the fuck up under that thing, I'm fucking doing it. Nice. <laughs> but it was around the 16th century where the vampire started taking characteristics, specifically from the nightmare, where the vampire would smother its victims. It would press its whole weight on its victims, causing its victims to be like in a respiratory distress. And then it would suck out its blood. 
So at one point, we would have vampires that will go inside, inside someone's room and then sit on the chest or just press their whole weight up against them until they started freaking out and they couldn't breathe. And then after they would pass out, they would suck their blood. Well, eventually, people started forgetting about the whole pressing their weight until the victim can't breathe and would associate the difficulty breathing to the just draining of the blood. Oh, they can't breathe because they're getting the life sucked out of them. So that's why in vampire movies, whenever you see someone getting, they go, <gasps> and they fucking, you know, nut and pass out. And it's also. They what? Pass out. And it's also. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also that if the victim isn't killed. What What if that was the best night in your life? It's, it's like euphoria fucking climax well, but you're gonna die well i mean that's basically you take that no that's basically what happens if a vampire would keep i'm you, asking you well yeah well everyone yeah. happens like <laughs> if a vampire keeps someone alive for like for food for sustenance that person wants the vampire to keep sucking on them because they have amazing bust like they 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 just it's they don't they they don't say it but like that's it's what euphoric happens it's fuck. it's like oh it's a euphoric blood like it's like super orgasm like yeah these motherfuckers like, hey, just just suck on me and and just drugs, huh? <laughs> okay but yes yeah, so that's what that's what would happen if they would keep you so if the victim isn't killed and is left for various reasons only known to the vampire the victim always wakes up hazy talking about them wondering about the nightmare they just had I was like oh that's kind of poetically brings everything together so finally let's talk about the revenants in animal form so when, when we think of vampires turning into animals you think of usually one of three things what are the three animals you guys when someone turns when the vampire turns to an animal what would those three animals be yeah, a okay. fucking pterodactyl t-rex and uh chihuahua uh, yeah, especially a fucking chihuahua yeah yeah, yeah. So, so what would so what would one of the animals be bat bat what would another one uh wolf yeah wolf right the third one fox, would be right the fox a no? dog Dog? dog. Okay. Black back in, dog. Black yeah. dog. Yeah, the black. Okay. Black bloodhound. Mm. The devil's hound. Yeah. So in the Chronicles of Frankenstein, writer Martin says he has this to say about the year 1605. In spring and summer, here and elsewhere in many places, a monster has shown itself often in the shape of a dog sometimes of a calf during the night and after midnight. This animal is called the Troth. As persecuted people terribly on the road that leads from Baumgarten to Frankenburg near the woods. It has shown itself to travelers in full daylight and leaped upon them like a large animal. It has violently tormented passerbys to such an extreme that none dare take this road. One man, Martin Ridlin, took this road and was molested so savagely that he died from it three days later. He was what? Mol molested. Mol oh, I mean, back in the day, molested meant f like Fuck fucked up. Now it takes a different, <laughs> takes a different meaning. You, you know. could have changed the fucking <laughs> term to my. I'm reading it word for word. That's how they wrote it. That's how I'm reading it. Oh, fucking no. He's painting an image in your head. That's a horrible image I got in my head. He was the what again? Can you repeat that? Molested. No, no, the full fucking sentence. Oh, molested so savagely. So savagely. That he died from it. He died from it. What the fuck? So this revenant would wait around and leap on its prey after turning <laughs> into either a large dog or calf and would just beat them fuck out of its victim to beat the shit out of this person the revenant would take various forms which is surprising especially considering since the 1200s that encounters of shape-shifting revenants have been a thing since the 1200s people have known that when a when a when a someone when a body would rise from the grave they would turn them they would be able to turn into an animal to flee 
and that thing and that turned into animal it, it's kind of all over it's kind of like everything has like where like you know the, the werewolf myth where if you put the pelt of wolf on you you'd be able to turn into a werewolf and you you, know, you turn into the white wolf and you fuck off but if you lose the pelt you you'd get out of your werewolf form you know so th for as since the 1200s things turn into animals have been a thing so revenant of course was going to be one of those things people they just didn't turn ahead they just didn't like oh of course yeah that's what would happen and the most common animal form, animal forms for these revenants were dogs crows goats and horses and when you started thinking like, why would the fuck would these be the animals where well, you're like well if you're poor that you're usually livestock yeah and the only animal you'd see around you were goats horses crows and fucking dogs well, it's not going to turn into a fucking peacock. Well, <laughs> there will be, be other forms that they would they will turn into, that they have been known to turn into. Oh, these are the bougie fucking revenants? <laughs> no, these are the, oh, these are the these dumb. These are the revenants that did not make the cut of being like deadly like creatures. Because right. they turned themselves into either a ball of fire. A ball of fire. Or a burning bush. <laughs> Like, burning bush. With burning legs? Bush. Like, can they just... It's not, ta not tangled on fire. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean like, so they're immobile. They can't... They just... Yeah, they just... And just bush. fire. Fireball, too. Yeah, you're like, man, fuck you. Just oh, spit on just, it. Yeah, what? Just take a piss on it. You're like, fuck you. So, in eras closer to ours, as the remnant move... You know, as the time has moved on, as things are closer to the, to the modern day, other animal forms... Have been added to this list. Oh. With the most common ones being fleas, lice, and ticks. You, you're thinking, why? Well, because these parasites are a bit more vampirish. Because they're the ones that will suck on your blood. And, you know, but if I was a vampire, I'm, I'm not going to fuck you up by turning into something one, one thousandth, one, one thousandth of my size. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to fuck you up and turn into a fucking tick. Unless it's the horror movie tick. <laughs> Those big ass ticks that once they'll bury in you, they'll grow inside and just. It turns into the whole. Fuck. Oh, into a shitload of them? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. No. Ooh. It sounds like your game. Molested savage. By fleas. Savagely. That's why I took. By fleas, dude. The fucking. The mummy? The scarab? The little fucking. Oh, the scarabs? Yeah, the scarabs. Side note about fleas, you know, their penis is a barb. They actually just inject. Just Wait, the penis is a what? Fleas. They actually pierce the female, so it's not actually. Oh, they make the hole. Yeah, they make the hole. Nice. That sounds. So fleas will molest you, vampire. Guy. Savagely, savagely. I, I would not want to get blasted by a fucking wave of fleas. When you get stabbed, a wave of fleas. Well, well if, if we're going by Fernando says, how? What if it turns <laughs> into like multiple? Like he just turns into a scarab, kind of like the mummy does. Yeah. Imagine all of those scabs, all of those fucking fleas. Molest you, savage. Molest you. Yeah. You come out looking like fucking. Uh, you know, I didn't even want to think about that. <laughs> so you can see where Bram, where Bram Stoker or his ghostwriter, whoever you know, whoever you want to give credit to, took inspiration from, from all sorts of monsters scattered throughout Europe to create the modern day vampire, that has gotten everyone's dick hard recently especially you oh especially specifically yeah and only you specifically me frankenstein together by other myths to create the basically the ultimate killing machine because outside of a vampire i don't think you can find a more perfect killing machine you know but that's where we're going to end our episode we're going to end it with you know the various various animal forms and then you guys you know you guys learn about revenants about what kind of pieces things were thrown together to make this fucking vampire pie but join us next week as we continue this vampiric thread as we teach you guys how to really protect yourselves from the undead by what to look out for like look out for suspecting births looking out for what to look out for if someone dies during their death during burial and and ways to protect your home from a vampire that you may or may not have known yeah it's easy don't open the door <laughs> and stake him to the fucking ground or have a bunch of things ready in your pocket throw it make them count yeah you seeds know? seeds you know it's simple guys it's simple sunflower seeds yeah uh, but thank you guys obviously it's gonna be a short episode just because you know we didn't want to you know 
it's last minute but there's a lot of things going on right now uh, but we didn't want to leave you guys without an episode so we're like fuck it let's just let do this we'll do these two episodes for you guys and then after these we're gonna get into some real like fucking gory nasty stuff but um until then i hope you guys enjoyed this episode I'm good. no let's make it longer <laughs> uh, question oh i mean we could all talk about it. so there's different vampires which one would win do you have your main dracula all right, you have your interview with the vampire, mm. and then what else can we add to the mix that could into enter the brawl of a, a free for all? We have the thirty day of night vampire. The, the thirty day of night, just one of them, right? Who will win? Blade, Blade himself? Fuck it, we'll Bl- throw Blade in the one. In, Blade's in, half, half and half, right? He's half. half is he half? Is it not half vampire? I mean, not half werewolf? No, no, he's half human. He's half human. He's half human. Yeah. Human vampire. Okay, who do you think will win? Out of all of them? Out of all of them. What Dracula are we talking about? You're Dracula. You're, you're, cho- you're poison, bro. Which well, Dracula? If I could choose my iteration of Dracula, I'm, yeah. choos- I'm choosing Netflix's, the most recent one. Which one's that one? Dracula the Untold. Hmm? The Untold one? No, the three episode Dracula when they came out on BBC. Yeah, yeah okay. I choose that Dracula. Either that or the Castlevania Dracula. Because oh. the Castlevania Dracula, he goes to hell and he scares the shit out of the devil <laughs> only to find... Um, was it Carmilla? No, Carmilla was the sister. Yeah, he goes to find the love of his life, and he protects her in hell. It's a, I, what mm-hmm. season's that? Season one. Season, what was it season one? Yeah, remember how he gets... Yeah. Oh, wait. Are we talking about Castlevania? Yeah, Castlevania. He goes to hell? Yeah. It, it was season one? Because that's oh. the season I watched. Oh, well, season one was a four episodes, and he continued with season two, where the story continued. Immediately, remember how season four, oh, season one, it was okay, okay. where they fight um, Alucard. Yeah, and then Alucard yeah. turns and like, oh, let's go kill my father. And, yeah, and then yeah, well, season, season two, two. picks up literally from like, all right, let's go. That's when they see the different realities, right? I still gotta watch. I haven't finished it. Dude, have you finished it? Yeah. Are they are they continuing or that's it? Right, I, 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 think, I, think, I think that's seasons, it. Right? Three. 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 You'll choose him. Yeah, I'm going with that one. Yeah? When are you pretty boy? <laughs> Which one? It's too pretty. Which one? Louis? <laughs> yeah. Louis or Lestat? Lestat. Louis is... Brad Pitt. Well, that, that's Louis. <laughs> nah, he's too emo, bro. He's too emo. No? He's, he, he you don't think he'll, he'll, he he'll, he'll charm the other vampires? He couldn't kill a rat. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was sad boy. Fucking. Okay. He was... You I know, like this. I like this. He was, you know, my chemical romance. <laughs> he's sad boy. Romance. Well, they just came out with a new song. Gerard, he's fucking killing it right now. Bro? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Completely off topic, but we're going back to vampires. So, singer of Trivium, he has a black metal project. Not sound black metal at all. And in his song, in one of his Nothing, songs. like there's no. It's why comes to black metal. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. But there's, there is a. We should make a band called there, K-pop, K-pop and be nothing like K-pop. Well, hold on. Be black metal. They have one amazing black metal moment. And it's with Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance singing. And he does the black metal vocals during that whole segment. So the most black metal shit on that album came from like the king of emo. Like the, <laughs> like the king of Hot Topic, Gerard Way. They're not talking shit about Gerard Way coming from the king of Hot Topic. Just because My Chemical Romance still, you can still find merch fucking everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, well, they just released a song. Yeah, I'll post it on the show notes if you guys want to find that song. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember the name of the because it's the singer of Trivium. He's uh, he's half Asian. I don't know what I forgot what Asian. I don't know if he's Korean. I still don't know how they look. Although I've I've, I've listened to Trivium since you're like fucking since ten. I was fucking yeah. I, I just not to say I, I don't. Know. He's he's half Asian. 
Yes, Asian. Yeah. So he. So this project is supposed to be him coming, like, like, like. Yeah, it's like him picking up his Asian side, talking about it, lore and things of that nature. But black metal, according to him. Yeah. (laughs) But he sings like. It's not bad, but it's just like don't call it black metal. You know what I mean? You think the lyrics is considered black metal, or it's black metal just considered? I mean, if you if you don't sound like he he's he's. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you guys after. You know, I'll show you guys after. You look very distressed right now. Well, it's 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 good. It's it's good. But, like, but that black is hard to describe. But it's not black man. Yeah, what'd you call it? Uh, you know, shout out to shout out to them. They're fucking Trivium's killing it. They they made a huge contract with Call of Duty, I think. So they have a, some of their songs are coming out. I don't know if it's coming out on on a future game or it's coming oh. out online or whatever. Okay. Like. They got smart during the whole COVID thing. They're like, damn, we need to do something so we can't tour. Shit, yeah. So he went on. He started doing Twitch and he started writing songs on Twitch. You, you, you go online and watch him and he'll ask you, oh, what do you want me to do next for this riff? All right, cool. And then he'll just put the song up. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, and people are listening to it. And then he started streaming the shows. Okay. He built a Twitch backpack with cameras on him so oh, you can see what he's looking at. Oh, shit. And everything's he's connected. Fucking- Fucking Iron Man or fucking it's like just crowdsourcing the music, crowdsourcing the music. So and so you like if you don't want to, if you can't see the show, you could just pay like three dollars or the five dollars, whatever, to, yeah. to go on his channel, and you could watch it from different point of views. And one of the point of views is him. Him. Oh, You're God. like, oh, what? This sounds amazing. You're like, what the fuck? And he's mer- I'm like, dude, these guys are killing it. And they put out two amazing albums like back to back, like in a year. It's fucking it's good for them. Good for them. Yeah, but but don't call it black now. No, I'm just saying, like, okay. yeah, <laughs> like that's trivia. Yeah, it's, like. But it's really good. Anyways, um, yeah. So back to vampires. What's what would be your vampire? If you were, what vampire would you champion to throw into a ring? If someone's like, all right, all of us have to choose a vampire to throw into a ring to, to see who will win. Who would you guys choose? I I chose mine. Netflix is Dracula. What if you were to choose a if you were to choose a vampire? Oh, you got blade. blade. Yeah, you yeah, did. He did say Blade. He did say Blade. He did Fuck. say Blade. Why would you have to choose the only vampire killer, bro? <laughs> he chose a fucking vampire hunter. God damn it. Okay, okay. So, Blade yeah. versus the all the revenants. What? Like these? Right. Like, that's what influenced the main mm-hmm. vampire? Who win? Your Blade versus all the revenants. I'll win. Against the revenants? For sure, your vampire win. No, I win. Me <laughs> physically. For me. Oh, here we go again. Okay, okay how? How much? They're fucking dead. <laughs> they're bones. The fuck they're gonna do? If I know they're there, that's half of their power. You can't sneak up on me if I know where you're at. Moses. Damn, I kind of want to say. Exactly, because I know you. You're fucked. I got a monster, Moses. I'll be right there. <laughs> and that's it. You're dead. You just, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> he just hit me on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, or, or you're on your way to get yourself a monster, Chevron. Yeah, second, you open your door. Motherfucker sits on you. Bam. I'm on the fucking gas station. Yeah. Or you don't see the motherfucker. They <laughs> just fucking stab you. Oh, fuck you. We're here to go there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. You're fucked. Yeah, Blade will win. Yeah? I got Who those revenants. Who do you choose? I don't know. I don't know. Like, Who the fuck? He's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a I fuck about vampire. It's about Dracula or vampire. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess the only Dracula that comes to mind. Again, yeah, I'm not hardcore like Moses. You know, it, it's it, it goes to Van Helsing, that fucker, and uh, Castlevania from the game itself. The Dracula from Van Helsing? Yeah. The one that turns into the big ass bat? Yeah, yeah. See, that looks sick. Dude, I, I. A lot of people hate that Van Helsing. I don't know how you can hate that Van Helsing is really fucking good. It's Do you a think little, it's the lore that they shit on, or like the, the CG that's the best part. And, and, and it's super like. It's like we gotta rewatch it. It's I, I watched do, it like a year ago and do like a Chernobyl. Nah, <laughs> a, Chernobyl. A, a Chernobyl fucking. What, what the fuck do we call the episode? Deleted. It was deleted, right? Yeah, I took it out. Okay, yeah. Where we will play the movie and then we'll just like talk about it. Oh. But we were like balls deep gagging our fucking food. And, 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 and it was like our third episode, so we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe it would work if we just, if we made, like recorded it and like only had like 10 minutes and reduced it down to like 10 minutes is one of the funny parts. Yeah. You know, okay. but whatever. Or we could just put on clips, see what we think of it. And then we just, you know, but yeah, but, um, the only thing I don't like about Van Helsing, about that movie, the only thing I don't like about that movie what? is for whatever reason, they have Dracula doing this little fucking dance every time he talks. Like he dances and then he like does like he like little shim- yeah, he's like he shimmies he talks and he's like he just shimmies away <laughs> so you're like what the fuck it's like real random and he like talks to it and he talks to Van Helsing and he tells him you could call me Dracula and then the music plays thunder <laughs> happens and he walks away he like shimmies he's like that's the sh- motherfucker beat bro he's that's- like why is he shimmying like, cause why he can sh- and if we this can is this is flair but like everything but like, it's like the movie is sick like the whole the whole mirror world the Does ice really world shimmy? Yeah, there's like, some awkward dance. There's like three, there's like three scenes where he's talking and he's just like, uh, you know, he does this whole like, oh, I am Dracula. Maybe he, he gets just, hard talking about himself, you know, and he's just fucking instant. Well, I mean, he does have buzz. three wives. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so he just like, and he just, but that's the only thing that bothers me about that movie. I, everything else, who was the chick? Is she like an iconic uh, figure? Underworld. No, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I meant yeah. like the character itself, not her oh. as an actress. No, that, I think it's just she. She's just another Mila vampire hunter, or something. Mila or something. She, she's just another vampire hunter. Yeah. Van Helsing is the. But Van Helsing is a really good fucking movie. You know, what movie I really I used to fucking love, and I'm scared to watch. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, that's good. It's still good. Does, I watched it a couple of months ago. Does it's it still hold still, up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still pretty good. The Basilisk underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It holds up. Pretty, the one that didn't really. V for Vendetta. I used to love the shit out of it. I rewatched and it's it's, it's, it's corny. rough. It's rough. That's how fucking um. Yeah, see, but I, yeah. I, I was bummed out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty hard. It was pretty hard to rewatch. That's how I, Bo- I forced myself because of my memories of how I love. That's how Boondock Saints is. I don't think I watched Boondock Saints. Uh, Do you remember Boondock Saints? Yeah, yeah. 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 Hold up. For a few seconds. This place was Armageddon. Is that where, uh... Did you do? Yeah. And there was a fire! No, bullshit. I did watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't hold up. No. I tried watching it. I was like 30 minutes into it. I'm like, caca. <laughs> you know what movie is really fucking good up to a certain point? Dracula Untold. <laughs> to a certain point? Yeah. It's and amazing up until they bring in his love interest. And then it just is that the light the the one on Netflix? Or what's in Dracula Untold? Dracula Untold is the one the dude who comes Where? out in the in the Hobbit. I mean in the in the Hobbit movies. Does it become like modern modern Dracula? Like modern times? That no, that's the one? the one I'm talking about. That's the BBC one. That's the one. That's the Dracula I was thinking of choosing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that one where wow. it takes some three different it takes three like different eras. eras. Or, yeah, okay. That movie. Okay. I everyone shits on the third episode. Because it takes place in, like, you know, 2018 Club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Just because, like, oh, finally we get to see something fucking new with fucking Dracula and see how he, and, like, that's exactly how he would fucking act. He'd just be fucking all these random ravers and shit and just bringing them, having them just come up to him, bringing him whatever the fuck he wants. He's living in a bachelor pad. Like, of course. Nice. Of course. Dracula and Toll is the one with the, the cave, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like even that part's even like how he tur- how he gets turned into the fucking that's how he gets turned into the vampire. Where can we watch this on what platform? Or? I think it's on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix. Dracula Untold. Yeah, Dracula Untold. Yeah, it was the last Dracula movie. It was the it was part of the whole we're gonna build a Universal Monsters universe. Uh-huh. That was the first one that came out, and then it fucking caca. The Islands waited a few years. <laughs> it flopped that hard. And then, so then they waited a few years. And then they did the mummy, and that was Kaka. The, mu- the Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise yeah, one. Tom Cruise mummy. That one was Kaka, and because that one was supposed to, so the first one didn't happen. All right, so we're gonna build like, oh, we have these big names, cool. So we're gonna build a universe around Tom Cruise and um, Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, in the mummy. Yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the mummy. So really? yeah, yeah, and then that movie, Kaka. It's just like. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know what to do with it. They tried to make it a horror movie, but try to still try to be funny. But it's like, Brendan Fraser's not in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so many... Do you think that's why they try to make it funny? They're like, oh, if... if you know, he was able to 
Well, maybe, but the, like maybe they were trying. I don't know. But first of all, I'm not trying to see Tom Cruise be funny. No, he's not funny. I he's want action. Him, yeah, I want him to be on a taped to yeah. a fucking airplane doing 360s. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's Tom Cruise from Tropic Thunder. Now nah, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. That's an exception for <laughs> Right. He's yeah. action. You want to see him on the yeah, yeah, fire yeah. and shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Top Gun. You done, you done to watch it? Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll talk about it after. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah, so um, what were we saying? So, oh, all right. I have I have the perfect way to fucking fix Universal, Universal's monster problem. Oh, easy? Easy. 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 All right, let's see. If want, so if you want to build a universe... Around somebody, kind of do kind kind of how you did with the mummy, right? But if you don't want to bring Brendan Fraser, do it with the Magi. The who? The Magi. Oh. The people that protected the tomb. Oh. And have the dude, the fucking Marco Antonio Solis looking dude. <laughs> Marco, okay. The bookies. Fuck! Why you got Oh my god. The bookies have him be the one you build the universe around. Have him train Magi's. The and the man. Whatever. Yeah, and have yeah. the Magi's be from all from you know have the Magi's. Be the one, right? You're gonna protect the mummy and you start with the magi. So now you have someone familiar that people are like, all right, cool, I could dig the movie. He narrates the movie, and then now that Brent, and then you just build it from there. And then, good way to fix Dracula is don't make Dracula the good guy. Have the movie be, have the Dracula movie be a movie about a bad guy. The whole movie is his point of view, where you. You know the bad guy is the bad guy. His thing is, I want to take over the world. I want to kill everybody, and the people he's fighting against are the good guys. So you don't. So you know how in movies, you see, you always see the good guys, and you never. And behind the scenes, you don't see the bad guy. You just see the bad guys' ultimate plan. You don't see how him planning it. This would be the other way around. You'd see Dracula planning everything, putting everything into motion, and you don't see how the how the good guys are gonna foil his plan. So you just flip the whole moving experience, like oh. I'm watching the movie about a bad guy, and the people I'm rooting for are his enemy. But the whole movie takes place from the bad guy's point of view. Like, all right, that's a it's cool. Like pinky in the brain. Yeah, just it's a <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it's 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 a pinky in the brain, and it's like damn. And just take and from there, have Dracula be the one who goes out and fucks all, and not, not fucks up, but he's the immortal. He's the one who knows about the werewolf. So you could have him, kind of like what they did with the Marvel universe, how it was um, uh, Tony. Uh, how was it not Tony Stark? How it was um Samuel L. Jackson. You know, you know how he, he showed up at the yeah, showed up yeah. at the end of every movie trying to get the Avengers? Kinda of do that with, with Dracula or with the Magi's. Every time the movie ends, have the Magi be like, Oh, I'ma need you to help for what? Oh, we have this we, oh, we have this werewolf that we need to take care of. Oh, they're gonna go off oh, the next movie's gonna be the werewolf. Okay. So you have you know you have it balanced. You, you're voting for you have the magi whatever, and eventually you just have a fat ass check. Say Brandon Fraser, we're sorry about everything that happened. Here's twenty five million dollars. You and Evie come back, and you that'll be the finale. And then you're like, fuck up the mummy, and fuck up the mummy, and that's your four movies. And you're like, I like this. Like that's how, that's how you fix it. That's it. Universal's, you know, I have the script ready. How mad or happy would you be after we, we post this episode? I'm gonna post it. And, I'm gonna add. And it happens. And, and it ha- word for word. I'm gonna su- I'm suing the fuck out of them because this is <laughs> I what day is it? <laughs> it's um, September. What? It's March. What? It's, it's May, 19, May. It's May 19th, 2022. What time? Uh, 948 PM. Okay, PM. All right. So if the movie gets made a year from now. And it's word for word. Word for word. I'm like, look. Yeah. No one's going to believe me that I wrote it. <laughs> just, you know, just give, just give me a job. <laughs> Let me add my name to the fucking credits. Yeah, like, like that's it. Like, But that like that's a perfect way to, like, incorporate the old general, like, you know, bring the Magi back, like oh, the society. Yeah, it's like yeah, a secret yeah. society, and the yeah. Magi are the like. See, but there you go. I don't want there to. There you go. Hurry, just pitch the idea. Dear, uh, dear Universal. <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear, you know. But yeah. Um, all right. This this sounded like you planned this out, right? Like you you, you drafted this. Well, it's for a I, while. Well, it's because when the when the vampire when the Dracula Untold came out. It was kind of that. The whole movie was during, it's his experience, and he was from his point of view. From his point of view, and then it went to shit because then they threw in his love interest. 
It was that bad, his love interest? Well, it just it completely went the opposite story. Like, the story went from, like, him being this warlord. I mean, they used the, they used the whole Vlad the best thing. <laughs> the whole Vlad the Impaler thing. Which I'm, guys, we need to... Please, vampire community. I get it. Bram Stoker did a genius thing when he gave him a backstory of him being based on Vlad. You know, Vlad the Impaler. Let's let's move on from that. Let's have a let's have a fucking vampire. How are we gonna have a vampire? This would be a warlord that can't fight. Makes no sense. Let's if you're gonna build a new vampire, choose somebody else. Give him a different backstory. We're 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 done with Vlad. Leave Vlad alone. Let's let's move on from Vlad. But in Dracula Untold, he was his warlord. The whole movie, you see him in war. You're like, oh shit. And then he falls in love. And then it's like. Oh, and now I'm ditching everything from for the love of my life, and you're like, and I was just him. I don't want to do this because I'm loving my life. You're like, oh, what the fuck? And then the love of life dies, and then he fights for her love, and she, nothing happens. She ends up dying, and the only and he become he becomes Dracula when all the bats become his wings or some shit. Like, I'm just, <sighs> yeah. disappointment. Yeah. You look very disappointed. He goes right back now. to the cave at one point. So yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> Yeah, but also nothing that you could do is you know if you want to make these you want you if you want to make the universal monsters throw some other shit in your movies like how like if you're gonna have a vampire movie have incorporate throw him into real world have him be Jack the Ripper. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you catch Dracula. Dracula goes into Newtown, London, but he's kind of weak. Cause see, he doesn't have a soil or whatever the floor you want to do, and have him, and have have him be and have him be Jack the Ripper, and that's why Jack the Ripper never gets caught because he flees London. You're like, oh, that makes sense. You know, just do some, do some, um, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombie shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking how they fucked it. You know, just Abraham Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter the fuck out of these movies. Little twist. I like that movie. Vampire Hunter was stupid, but it's entertaining. It's, enter- it's junk food for the mind. It's chili cheese Fritos with a fucking cold ass Mountain Dew. From the ice cream truck, huh? From the ice cream truck. That's it's the most unhealthy shit, but it's so good. That's Vampire. That's Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It's a. It's there's nothing in it that's gonna. You're gonna get dumber watching it. Your life, your life's not gonna get better. But fuck, is it a good two, <laughs> two, and, two and a half hour movie? You're like, you know what? I could have done so many other things more valuable in my life. But you know what? This, is, you know, thank you. Yeah, that's 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 able to get Watched it too. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. I should. I don't think I am, but uh, I'll take your word for it. I'll take Four your word score for it. Score in seven years. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, yeah. So you know, that's how you know that's how I would fix you know the universal problem. Just start GoFundMe and then <laughs> GoFundMe. Uh, I'm gonna keep the money. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't have. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's why I'm gonna just pitch the shit out of this movie. I have some. I have guys. Guys, hit, hit me up. Hit me. Up. I, I got ideas. I gotta do up to the wazoo. I help you guys out. Universal, I help you guys out. I help you listening. Guys out. Yeah. Don't listen. What is um the dude from Marvel who's who's in the middle of everything, who's thinking of all the ideas? Um, the actual guy, the writer, the producer. Let me be, let me be the Feige of your universe. I'm helping you guys. I have I have like books that I can show you guys. You know, no. we could just just talk to me. I'll just 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 give me a time. Just give me a time. Just give me a time. We got this. Sponsor the show. Let me get. But yeah, I um, hope you guys enjoyed this weird ass episode. I think the I think the banter was longer than the episode itself. <laughs> but whatever. You know, that's how you, that's how you guys tune in. Um, thank you, Fernando, for joining us. Um, Fernando will be back. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. I don't know how his schedule is looking like, but you know, we're gonna go part two with more of this vampire lore. And for those of you, if you guys want to know more, um, but are too lazy to read. Or just wait for us to put part two before you buy the book. Uh, the book is called The Secret History of Vampires. There are multiple forms and hidden purposes. Um, supposedly this book is written by an actual vampire. Um, I can't pronounce the name. Fernando, if you could, if you could pronounce the name for me. Uh, <laughs> Cloud. Douche. Like, Cloud 2? 
Gila Douche? Gila Douche is a vampire? Cloud Nickel too? I can't. What is this bullshit? Where? Top line. Cloud That's Claude. Le Fuck. Yeah, so I like that one. Cloud Le Fuck. So fucking Claude. Fucking Claude. So, yeah, thank you guys. Um, Again, Ati will be here for. Not the next episode, but the episode after that. And those episodes are going to be uh, some pretty wild ones. So I hope you guys enjoy those. Um, and again, if no one has anything else to add, please add us our please add us on Instagram. Weird History, Irritel Spot. I know we said we post pictures, and usually we do. But for the last episode, you know, we kind of fell behind. We, we, we all said, yes, we're going to post the pictures. And no one actually, and no one actually <laughs> posted the pictures. You know, but it was vacay mode. I was out of town. Yeah, and, you were, uh, I was, I was, I was blacked out most of the time. So I was working. I was. I don't know where the fuck I was. Yeah, you were. Oh, I was in uh, Reno. Reno work. Nine one one and shit. I was new boot. Bo- I, I was. I was. I was new boot goofing. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, you know what I mean. So it was. So sorry about that. But you know, I guess we have. We do have a few of the animals up there. But again, follow us on Instagram, Weird History Retails Pod. And um, yeah, so thank you again, Fernando. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for um, Fernando. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And um, and as always, we guys with no nobody has anything else to add. We are the Weird History Retails Pod.